Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it's Andy Strickland here from The Loft. Congratulations on 200 episodes of Only Three Lads, probably the greatest rock and roll podcast on the planet. Good luck. Frozen. You see, like that? I was just kind of like, you guys were waiting. What's going to happen? What's going on? It's like dead air. Unpredictable. Unpredictable to the very end. There you go. This is episode 200. Yeah. Feels like number one. But it's episode 200 of the Only Three Lads podcast, where each and every week we get to hang out, talk about the golden age of alternative music from the 70s, 80s, and the 90s. I'm Uncle Greg. We have Brett Vargo. And we have a blast from the past to talk about episode 200. He's big. He's bad. He's bueno. It's buenos here. No way. Yes. Episode 200, guys? Are you kidding me? Wow. 200. 200, man. Oh, my gosh. This is a little surreal, I've got to say. Yeah. But it's like the old days. Now, listeners who have joined us over the past couple years, you're hearing... The original one of the only three lads, See? Bueno, who was uh, about 60 episodes, first 60 episodes or so. Yep, 65, I think I left that. We're going to talk about the origins of the show, the early days. We're going to have some fun. We're going to reminisce. This is a full-on reunion, and we'll catch up on where you've been. Where <laughs> you been, Bueno? <laughs> and, you know, now that parole. How was parole, Bueno? Are you happy that you're Hello? out? Yeah. You happy that you finally got out? Oh, are we talking about that cult? <laughs> no, I was talking about prison. But if we want to talk about the cult that you joined uh, as you move to Arizona, we can. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll get to that. What about, let's why don't, start at the beginning. Yeah, why don't we start from the beginning? Because basically here is what it breaks down to. We all met and we started this podcast because we all listened to the same radio station, the same radio show. And I'll tell you how I got there. We always talk about it, that I was in the Navy stationed in San Diego. 91X was, I loved it because growing up in Phoenix, we didn't really have alternative radio. It didn't come. We had KUKQ, which was AM. And if you didn't have purple hair and if you didn't paint your nails black, 
you know, it was talk about being core, but it was a super cool station, super cool people. And then finally, after 92, they finally got alternative music in Phoenix. But of course, in Southern California, it was all over the place. You had K-Rock, you had 91X, you had all the stations, Live 105, I wanna say in San Francisco. But when I was in the military, they're at 32nd Street, 91X was my station. And every Sunday, the whole day was Resurrection Sunday. Every single Sunday, they were playing yeah. music from the 80s. So basically how I got there was, I remember, I don't know, it was years ago, but I was looking, do they still do something like that? And I looked it up on that newfangled thing called the internet. And then I saw that they still do Resurrection Sunday on 91X, but it's only for a four hour show Sunday mornings. Now for a long time, I partied a lot and Sunday mornings, I was passed out in the gutter. I was somewhere else <laughs> besides listening to a radio station. Sure. So I finally then, you know, had a kid, got older, uh, you know, just basically grew up. So then I was going to bed, you know, and up Sunday mornings watching the political shows, arguing the political pundits, you know, that sort of crap. And then I was thinking there was I don't even I can't even say why, but I started listening to 91X to check out the Resurrection Sunday show. And I just remember interacting on Facebook with Resurrection Sunday. And that's how I met Bueno, because uh, I don't even remember. I was just always contributing to the Facebook page. And so then that's how we kind of all met. That's how I got there to the Facebook page of Resurrection Sunday on 91X. Brett, how did you get there? But now that you say all that, it sounds even nerdier than, uh, you know, I ever suspected. But but I mean, kind of the same thing when I would go out on hikes with the 91X app, I would start listening to it and then I'd get on, you know, Facebook and stuff. Hey, look at me. I'm a nerd. Here's my request. <laughs> you know, it's kind of weird that we were thrown together as strangers and became a band of brothers, really, which is which is really cool. But Bueno, I mean, we have to thank you because you were really the catalyst that put the three of us together and said, hey, what do you guys think about doing something? What was it that you saw in us that led you to that? Well, honestly, it was your musical tastes because I was looking at everybody on, you know, on Resurrection Sunday to see who was what and who, who was, you know, talking about music and, you know, were they all just, you know, pretty much pulling top 40 out of their brain. And both you guys, there was no top 40 coming out of your brains. And I thought, wow, you know, and then after that dream, I woke up that morning and uh, kind of figured out what I wanted to do with that information that I had. And next thing I know, I'm reaching out to you guys. But prior to that, it was probably five, six, seven years ago now. I think whenever Garrett took it over and stuff after the first couple months, he was not getting any reaction from anybody. And I just decided to start reacting to everybody's comments. And next thing I know, I grew that community and was like 600 plus at one point. I mean, I think the highest one was like over 700 one weekend show. That's how many comments came across and everything and just created that whole community. And I think the fun part was, after it was so funny because after Garrett dropped his post, it's like the whole community waited for me to drop my information. And then after that, everybody just like wham, bam, 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 bam. It was, it was amazing. And everybody waited. 
That was waiting neat. for Bueno to break the ice. That's what it was. I mean, you guys were there. You saw what happened. It happened every weekend. So, I mean, I'm not making any stories up. That's exactly what happened. You've never been known to make stories up. No, but I'm... <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I mean, just the simple fact of uh, doing that and seeing what you guys were bringing to the party there every week. That's why I figured you guys would be perfect for what I wanted to do. Hi there, this is Joy from the Happy Somethings. We'd all like to say congratulations on reaching episode 200. We hope you have many more to come and we wish you a happy, jolly and joyful future. Hi, this is Paul Richardson from Stockton, California. I just want to take a second to congratulate two of my favorite lads, Brett and Uncle Greg, on 200 episodes of Only Three Lads. It's been a great ride. Keep up the good work, and I can't wait to see what you have in store. Three lads. Your 200th show. It's going to be brilliant. Looking forward to hearing it. I couldn't resist sending you a little uh, boosting message all the way from Tottenham in London. Um, this is Dennis from Pacific. You very kindly remember what we did all those years ago. So I love you for that. Uh, so yeah, I'm slightly biased because of that, but it's, uh, it's, it, it was a window into, it was a way in, it was an entry drug to listening to your other witterings and I love it very much. Good luck for the 200th show. This is Christian Swain, President and CEO of Pantheon Podcasts, and I want to wish Greg and Brett big congrats on hitting the 200 mark in podcasting. This is a huge achievement. Big, big congrats from all of us here at Pantheon. If you want to know all about the alternative rock in the last quarter of the last century, well, having a ton of fun at the same time, then OTL is the place. Great show, guys. Really happy to have you on the team. You really do bring it every week. Getting to 200 episodes in podcasting is not easy to achieve. But I bet I don't have to tell you guys that fact. (laughs) You lived it. And while it is work and takes dedication, if it's all fun like OTL, conversely, the time blows by. I bet when you close your eyes at night and think about it, you all feel it was worth every minute, good and or bad days notwithstanding. Here's to another 200 episodes. I can't wait to hear them. I came to music podcasts actually through a show called Take It Away, which was a a Paul McCartney podcast. And that was the first music podcast that I really followed with any sort of regular interest. And I was like, hmm, so these guys are just talking about the music they love and they're just total nerds for Paul McCartney's music. I'm like, I could do that. So, I mean, that kind of planted the seed that that was something that I wanted to do. So it was perfect happenstance when you said, hey, you guys want to do a podcast? I've been a recording musician for many decades now. So, I mean, I I understand the whole audio portion, but as far as RSS feeds and getting it out to the world and promotion and all that stuff, we kind of had to learn from square one, right? And we, we all learned together. Yeah, but you got it all covered, man. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, yeah. without you, we wouldn't we wouldn't be sitting here talking at the 200th episode. So the workhorse crazy to even say that. Brett Vargo. I'm a horse of some sort. My creation and you guys' combination of it just turned this into what it is today. I kind of remember when, Bueno, you first sent that email and I was thinking, does this guy know that I was in radio? Because when we first met, you guys never knew that I was in radio. And I was actually being a newscaster back then. And I just remember, because I think that 
everyone brought the passion of music, but I kind of like did the clock of the radio. Okay, here's what we got to do, you know, because we got to have, you know, the tent poles and we got to do this. We got to start here and we got to have the middle. And then we made the breaks and all that kind of stuff. And I just remember thinking, do these guys know that I was in radio? And I just thought it was weird, but it was kind of, you know, Bueno, you're talking about having a dream to start this. This is how I yep. came up with my name, Uncle Greg, was because being an alternative radio in the 90s, there was the Whipping Boy, Sluggo. Yep. You know, there were there was a lot of one name people like I'm sure you guys can think of a thousand of them yourself. And then I had a dream to where I was saying, I want to get back into music radio. But of course, it's over. So there's no place to go now. But in my dream, I was at a bar talking to some guy and it was, I don't know, somebody who I made up in my own dream. But basically we were sitting there talking and he's like, but you can't use your full name because it's kind of boring. So why don't you go by Uncle Greg? Because, you know, like your cool uncle always teaches you all the bad things. So I said, "Boom!" <laughs> that's how I came up with Uncle Greg. <laughs> and then I started running with that. And that's where I started it with this podcast was I'll just go by Uncle Greg in this podcast and we'll run from there. I remember the first time that we had a conference call, Greg, I mean, you just had us in stitches with yeah. some of your stories of alternative radio past, talking about the whole Scott Weiland in the storm thing mm -hmm. and almost punching Jeff Buckley, who it turned out was actually not Jeff Buckley, but Pete Yorn, right? No, not with the Pete Yorn. I think it ended up being Pete Yorn. Yeah, I don't know. It was one but of them. Yeah. I mean, you ended up, you, you almost <laughs> yeah. punched somebody. Yeah, I was on stage. He was with his tour manager because I was the afternoon guy at a radio station in Phoenix called The Zone. And I went up there and did a stage announcement. And I thought it would be super cool if I, you know, hit a beer can against my head to, you know, break it just to be stupid. And it was stupid. I mean, that is stupid. Yeah. And, that is stupid. and let me tell you, I about knocked myself out, but I did take the beer and I hit it on my head. The beer shot out the top. So I busted the can on my head. It shot out the top and it, you know, landed on the stage. So then I'm walking off and there's, I guess, Pete Yorn and his tour manager. They're like shaking, like they're ready to roll. And I've talked about my little <laughs> ethos of throttle up. So... I was like, okay, let's go. And they were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But that's where it all started because he was thinking that the beer almost hit his guitar. Well, it didn't hit your guitar, asshole. So why don't you just simmer down? Because it hit the stage. It never came close to your equipment. I could understand where you might get upset, but if it didn't happen, then just chill out. I think they thought that I would be kind of like a lot of normal radio people, like, oh, I'm so sorry. And if I did I'm get sorry, P. Yeah, and if I got beer on the guitar, well then I would be sorry. But if you think you're gonna intimidate me, I you've seen my face. I've got nothing to lose. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> uh, let's 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 see where this goes. It's always gonna make a great story. And so when I throttled up, they throttled down. And then it was all over. So that's it. Greg, Brett, hi, it's Paul from VRP Rocks, the ultimate classic rock podcast with big name interviews on every show. Enough about me, more about you. Only three lads, 200 episodes. That's incredible. Well done, guys. Now, being a Brit, I obviously love my indie and my alternative music too. So your episodes always go down a treat, especially because I love top fives and you do them so well. Well done, guys. 200 episodes. Here's to 200 more. Hi, this is Arthur Alexander, and I want to congratulate other three lads on their 200 episodes. Man, what a run. Congratulations, guys. Can't wait to be on the show again. Ciao. The last four seasons of Only Three Lads 
has gotten better and better and better. I can only imagine what season five is going to be. Now that they've started Only Three Lads Radio, I am over the moon excited. I have listened to it several hours a day since its inception. And if you're not listening to Only Three Lads podcast on Tuesdays or Only Three Lads Radio, you are definitely missing out. I love these guys. They're just so knowledgeable and so fun. I love you guys. Hey, lads. Greetings from the PNW. It's Daniel from Tacoma, Washington, saying congratulations on 200 episodes of Only Three Lads. You know, that's quite a lot of talking that we've had to listen to. No, I'm kidding. It's been great. I'm looking forward to 200 more episodes of Classic Alternative. Yes. Do you guys remember some of the names that were in contention for this podcast? I just remember Bueno coming up with only three lads and knowing that was the one. Just for the sake of clarification, I came up with that one. Yeah, Brett did. Yep. Okay. Well, then when Brett came up with only three lads, I knew exactly <laughs> that was the one. Uh, I mean, not that it matters, you know, but I just put- When I suggested only three lads, I knew that was the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think we agreed that that was probably the best of the bunch. So some of them that we consider, and I think this was, boy, you know, you had the goat because we we're talking about, of course, the greatest of all time, not the yeah. actual farm animal. Yeah. And uh, I think that was the first one that was bantered around. I had uh, Breaking Underground and This Was the Modern World along with Only Three Lads and Only Three Lads kind of... Uh, took over became him. Yeah. It was what we were, yeah. obviously. And it was a play on the Boingo Boingo. Ingy bingy. Ingy yeah, bingy. Didn't I come up yeah. with two in the stink, one in the pink? Or was it two in the pink, uh, one I bl- in the stink? I believe yeah, you did. But that was there, and there, you know, there's still time for that one. Yeah, but that's a totally different podcast. It is, but great fun. And you have to have yeah. a woman named Vixen part of it. You know what I mean? Vixen. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Something like that. Vixen just came up. Yeah, what about the robot sex? Ooh, but that's in the future. Everyone's going to be so happy when that really gets... And it's going to be horrible for humanity, but <laughs> even women are going to love to program their own... You know, you could change it out. Yeah, but we talked about that in the prior episode, though. What, the sex we robots? Did, yeah. yeah. It's been four years now, and it still hasn't happened, so... Oh, well, AI, I mean, they're working on it. Somebody get on it. Oh, they are working somebody on it. Somebody get on it. You better believe okay. they're working on it right now. It's going to happen in Japan. Have you seen the new lineup for Coachella? Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay. Eh. Now, I'm going to eh. tell you the new lineup that just came out. Miko is the name of an artist that's going to be there all three nights. And you may say, who the hell is Miko? I think I'm saying it correctly. Now, this is an Probably. AI artist. And Oh, gosh. No, yeah, but as, as we go, oh, gosh, ugh, look her up on YouTube. Like in London, she packs arenas. In Japan, she packs arenas. Now it's a real wow. band backing this AI person. Oh, okay. And so the band, I'm sure they're all great musicians. It's pop, but I mean, it's totally horrendous. But the kids love it. And it's just like, Mickey, 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 Mickey. That's what I hear the whole time. And <laughs> now I do not masturbate to cartoons, but there are people in this world. Good to know. There are people in this world that do. And I'm sure there are men, like in Japan, who oh masturbate God. to this cartoon, Miko. And she'll be there all three nights. I'm telling my son, watch. Oh, watch. They're going to have three different sets. And we're, we're trying to decide, will it be on a screen or is she going to be like 3D? I think it's going to be cool to see. But this is an AI artist and it's just weird to me. But this is the future. All right. 
If you were to have a crush on a cartoon character, who would it be? Penelope Pitstop. Oh, I loved Penelope Pitstop. Oh, my gosh. And Muttley and uh, well, not Muttley. Dan. <laughs> well, I'm not saying you have a crush on Muttley, but I love that cartoon. <laughs> the Perils of Penelope Pitstop. Yeah. That was, Are you that kidding was a great me? One. Dick Dastardly and Muttley. Yeah, Dick Dastardly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, I got to look Penelope. Muttley. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, Penelope would be cool. I'll quit sniffing in there like Motley now. I'm yeah. really trying to think. Yeah. Remember the movie Heavy Metal? I'd probably pick yeah. one of those vixens yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah. They... I tell you, I'm Barney Rubble all the way. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm Freddie Flintstone. <laughs> I'm a Huckleberry Hound guy <laughs> like you've never seen. <laughs> Uh, got it. Got dark quick. <laughs> the real answer is is obviously uh, Josie and the Pussycats. Oh yeah, yeah, Still. yeah. Come on, she plays guitar. I mean, come on. Who are we kidding? Hey there, I am Catherine Gerard, and this is Only Three Lads podcast under episode number two hundred, which is a great achievement, and I congratulate you guys for that. Ninety percent of the podcast never go that far, so. Keep it going. Hi, this is Tony Jenkins from the New Falls in Cambridge. I had the huge pleasure of joining the guys last year for a chat on Only Three Lads. 200 episodes. What an achievement, guys. Can't wait for the next 200 and hope to join you again soon. All the best from the New Falls in Cambridge. Wow, it's the 200th episode of the O3L podcast. Amazing. Well done, Brett and Uncle Greg. It's Ian Wright from the Jack Rubies. And myself and the band wish you all the best. And remember, there are only three lads. Pantheon Podcast listeners, Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner. And Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Only three lads. Bueno, he may live in a St. Louis closet, but that closet is full of music knowledge, experiences, goodwill, 
and a dead body or two. Only three lads. While we're strolling down memory lane, I found the original treatment for the show before we launched that I believe you started, Greg, and then we kind of backfilled some Mm -hmm. of it. Do you want to hear it? Absolutely. Yeah. Why not? All right. This is pre the first episode ever launching. So let's see how much we got right. Only Three Lads is a weekly podcast that celebrates the golden age of alternative music between 1974 and 1999. It's sports talk for alternative new wave, punk, post-punk, Britpop, shoegaze, indie, jangle pop, grunge, and whatever other music scared your parents in the early days of MTV. I think so far so good. The Only Three Lads promise. Only Three Lads will exist to throw a party uh, everyone is invited to. No labels, no responsibility, just an escape from the pressures of life. Taking listeners on an emotional ride back to the best days of their lives while informing and entertaining. I think so. I'd still say yes. Perfect. I'd say on the most part, we've done that. Yes. Yeah. Only three lads will build a community featuring classic new wave, power pop, art rock, and alternative hits from 1974 to 1999 that have been overlooked, suppressed, and underrepresented by other media. I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. The goal is to present a diverse field of music that enlightens listeners and to become known as the podcast resource for the artists featured on the Only Three Lads podcast. Perfect. Host Uncle Greg is committed to the Only Three Lads podcast because of his love of the music and the opportunity to entertain and enrich the lives of listeners. What Uncle Greg offers in his knowledge or is his knowledge of the music. He grew up with this music and worked at modern rock and alternative radio stations. He has backstage stories and information that will connect the artists with the listeners. Well done, Greg. All right. Yes. Host Bueno grew up in the Los Angeles music scene, listening to KNAC and K-Rock and going to over 450 concerts in his lifetime and cannot wait to offer his knowledge and wonderful music experiences to the listeners. Check. There you go. Check. Check. Mark. Host Brett Vargo is a total utter music nerd. I could probably stop there yep. and that would that would apply <laughs> since being beaten, bitten by the beetle bug. That's really tough to say. Just before his fifth birthday, he's never looked back playing, listening, collecting, studying and talking and writing about music to just about anyone who will listen and or read. He's excited to bring a lot of his favorite records to the table. I feel like I've done that moderately. Yep. OK, yep. absolutely. Right. And who more. will listen to the only three lads podcast? Nerds. nerds pretty much target audience this was our target audience the highly coveted adults 25 to 54 men and women i think that's very sexist of us there is a whole spectrum in between college graduates who use the internet (laughs) okay fair enough cell phones sure droids maybe i don't think they're around anymore Social media and iPads for information and entertainment. Oh, we forgot Dick Tracy. Eh, Dick Tracy, come in. Dick Tracy. All we play here is only three lads. (laughs) Nearly half, 48% of all alt-rock fans are millennials. Really? Okay. And one-third, 33%, are Gen X. Wow. That's interesting. I'm sure I looked it up. Yeah. I'm assuming you did. I must have found some sort of research somewhere. This is a good one. The Only Three Lads podcast also has a pan-generational appeal, like classic rock, where 34% are millennials. Well, I thought it was 48. Okay, whatever. Who cares? 33% belong to Gen X and 28% are boomers and beyond. Well, math isn't our strong suit. We know this. They like to spend time with their friends. They spend free time on social media, goes to concerts that include their favorite artists and bands. 
Music has a huge impact on their life. They feel that they can relate to the artist in their music and consider them a role model. Uh, here's average income. They've got some money. Uh, they spend a income. lot of money. Yeah, disposable income. That's a big one. Aging alt rockers headline and play the biggest musical events and festivals like anchor stores in the mall. What? Well, what? That was back in the day. Yeah. Well, you know, take a look yeah. at like a Cruel World and take a look at anything when they get these festivals or even like Def Leppard, that sort of thing. Oh, you're likening it to anchor stores right. in the mall. Like those are the anchor. Yeah, right. Exactly. Oh, I, <laughs> I remember writing this. They, like if you walk into May Company and or there's going to be Broadway a big or whatever, going on. Yeah. and it's like all of a sudden, hey, there's a uh, Kaja Gugu. No, they're playing in uh, menswear. Well, it's kind of uh-huh. like Macy's or. When you go into <laughs> J.C. Penney's or I don't know whatever big Dillard's, Montgomery Ward's, Montgomery, well they're Monkey long Wards. gone. Yeah, <laughs> I've talked that's, about stores that's that haven't been Smiths. around for forty years because <laughs> they're long gone. But um, I used to work <laughs> at Montgomery Ward's, by the way. Monkey Ward's. Did you really? I did. Way back you in the day, you worked at Monkey Ward's, huh? Yep, I used to sell the uh, lawnmowers and stuff like that, and paint. I liked working in paint. You know, like you can mix the paints. I used to do that. I was very good at it. Matching paints. Did you sniff some? Of course I did. Hey, only three lads. This is one lad and a ladette wishing you congratulations on your 200th anniversary. Love from Amy and Courtney, and I'm going to let you finish. Hello, this is Bazaray from The Shaman. I'd just like to say congratulations to only three lads on their 200th episode of their podcast. Long may it continue. Hey, this is Carl Caffarelli from This Is Rock and Roll Radio with Dana and Carl congratulating Brett Vargo and Uncle Greg on the occasion of the 200th episode of the Only Three Lads podcast. One of my favorites. The only thing I w- would ask for would maybe be for more Bay City Rollers uh, and more Ramones. Oh, oh, and more Flash Cubes. Or you know what? Just play whatever the hell you want. You obviously know what you're doing. I'm a fan. Congratulations. Hi, this is Julian Shartaylor. Congratulations on 200 episodes. Yay! So I got something real quick, real quick for you, Greg. Three songs from the Pixies. So what about three songs from the Pixies? Give me three songs. Well, I would have to say Debaser, probably. Okay. Um, okay. Gouge yeah. Away. Okay. And... Monkey? No. I would probably go with... Um, I don't want to pick the wrong one, but let me think. Uh, where is my mind? I'd go with that one. Oh, okay. yeah. Still, there's many more that I really enjoyed. The whole Doolittle album, we talked about that 6,000 times yeah. about me on this one, but Gouge Away is probably, like, especially when it's live and people are into it. Now, here are some of the representative artists that we will feature on the podcast. The Cure, Depeche Mode, U2. That must have been tough for you to write, It was write, horrible, Greg. but I still made it through. But you've probably picked you 2 more than anybody. Early you Maybe. Boingo Boingo, mm-hmm. English Beat, Talking Heads, Adam Ant, The Alarm. I don't know if anybody's ever picked The Alarm on the show, by the way. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Susie I might the have picked 68 Guns. Maybe oh, you, you, you might have. I don't know. Yeah. One of the things I'm working on, and it's slower than I thought, was putting together like an index of every artist that has been chosen on this show. So that'll be coming. <laughs> he wants to make a catalog of everything. I told you I'm a nerd. You no, know this. this. Is, no, you're just very organized and thorough. Sure. We'll go with that. Okay. Let's see. Eurythmics, Devo, yeah. Yeah. Stone Roses, Yaz, New Order, 
Peter Gabriel, Ramones, Roxy Music, Split Ends, and Frankie Goes to Hollywood. I believe that they have all been chosen on the well, show. Look at that. Along with 90 staples like Nirvana, Soundgarden, Republica. I, I never thought of Republica as a 90s staple, but yeah, okay, great band. Yeah. Radiohead, Smashing Pumpkins, Live. I'd sooner eat my own hand than choose a live song, but okay. Blur, Shakespeare's Sister, and Pearl Jam. Oh, Pearl Jam. So anyway, that was our uh, our original mission statement that has never been divulged to anybody outside of the three of us. Yeah. So there you have it. Now the whole world's going to know. Now the whole world knows. And if you need a treatment, we'll send you a copy. You, you might need a treatment for whatever you'll catch after this episode. <laughs> Hey, it's Brad Page from the I'm In Love With That Song podcast. Just wanted to say congratulations to Only Three Lads for their 200th episode. That is an accomplishment. So congratulations, guys. And we're all looking forward to your next 200 shows. Hey, Tío Greg Paul, Dr. Brett Bargo. Felicidades por llegar a los 200 episodios. Congratulations on reaching 200 episodes. All your episodes are filled with insight, laughter, great music, great guests, and especially great runs. Keep up the good work. Um, congratulations on 200 episodes. Felicidades por 200 episodios. And a lot more to come. Hey, John Vernal from the Metal Mayhem ROC podcast here. We just wanted to give a big horns up to our Pantheon podcast siblings on their 200th episode. Great job, gang. That's very impressive. We're all looking forward to the next 200, so get to work. As we say here at Metal Mayhem ROC, keep it heavy. So you guys know this crazy journey of mine after I left. We would love to hear about it. We know, of course, but nobody else does. So I left Missouri to move to California with a friend of mine I'd known for God knows 50 plus years and hung out with him for like four months and uh, just didn't work out. And then another friend that I grew up with decided he wanted to help me out and move me to Flagstaff. But he didn't tell me I was moving into a cult. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I couldn't only get out 90 minutes a day. I, they didn't want to let me work for six months. I mean, what the hell am I supposed to do, you know? Well, they wanted to make you dependent on them. This is like cult behavior. Yeah. Uh, that's when I, all my money would run out, then I wouldn't have a place to go, mm -hmm. right? Right. Right. That exactly. was the goal. Yeah. So after 10 days, I decided, you know what? I'm escaping this place. <laughs> and I packed my shit and I, whoop. I can't say that, can I? I packed my stuff. We're okay. Okay. We've been much looser with the uh, explicit ratings since you left. Okay, cool. And pretty much... Uh, <laughs> Mostly on Greg's part. By <laughs> Sorry. Way. Okay. It's just who I am. So after that, I just pretty much took a bus down to Tempe and uh, found a place to uh, live on the streets for like 48 days. And uh, you guys supported me through this whole thing. And uh, Greg, I rang his phone every single day to let him know I was still alive. And I really love you, man. I mean, you guys were, you know, helped me through this, my rock during that whole time. But then you dragged yourself up. You got yourself a place. Never gave up, man. Yeah. Yeah. Never. That's right. I fought every day, every second until I got that roof over my head, man. And uh, people just think it's so easy to do. 
and uh, it's not. And if you want to get off the streets, you've got to work your butt off and stay consistent. Since then, I mean, for the last 23 months, you know, I've literally been fighting for my life every day and working hard to get my life back in order from multiple illnesses, surgeries, heart surgeries, and this and that. And not only that, just going on a thousand, eleven hundred days without a, a vehicle. So I've had no carbon footprint. Still getting my butt to work every day and creating love and fun and with my silly love posts on my Sirius Radio Channel 33 Facebook page, and which is definitely needed big time right now in this world. That's why, I don't know, somebody must like what I'm doing because I just crossed over 200,000 interactions with this lovely community on the 15th of January. And I know this is not going to drop till probably, he said, what, sometime in February? Yeah. I'm blown away. So I'm just posting what's in my heart and people are just reacting with incredible love. Hopefully it goes somewhere. I'd love to have my own show, even just if it's an hour show somewhere. And if I have that opportunity, believe me, uh, it'll be worth everybody's while because I have so much love to pass around this world because right now it's lost. Well, where do you see this world going in 2024, Bueno? I'm not really sure, because right now it's really messed up right now. Yeah. You know, there's not a lot of love going on in this world, and if I could do anything to create love in this world, that's what I'm all about. Hey, this is Mike from Librarians with Hickeys. Congratulations on 200 episodes. That's like a lot. Hello, Brett and Uncle Greg. This is listener Morris Bishtinsky. Short time fan, first time correspondent. I have only discovered you guys since you became part of the Pantheon network of music podcasts, but I'm so glad that they took you on board because it meant I could discover you and become a fan of the show. And now you're heading for episode 200. How did that happen? I bet it took you guys by surprise. Anyway, congratulations on getting to episode 200. I love your show which is why I'm calling in, I guess, or recording this message, I guess I should say. But yes, I love the idea of a list show. Always happy to hear other people's lists. I love your angle. You have great conversations. Always come up with songs that I'm thinking, what's this? Where does this come from? Never heard of this band before. Never heard of this song before. So I learn a lot. You guys have great repartee. Is that a good expression? I don't know. Anyway, uh, I love what you guys do. Have I made that apparent? Anyway, keep on doing what you're doing. Congrats on episode 200. I look forward to the next 200. Be well, and I'll hopefully speak to you soon. All the best. Cheers. Hello, lads. This is Dr. Don checking in from Dubai. Congratulations to you guys on 200 episodes of O3L. Brett Vargo, The Rockter, and the incomparable Uncle Greg. What an amazing podcast you guys have, and I have had the honor and privilege to be part of several episodes. Man, you guys are the absolute best, and I'm sure I speak for everyone in the podcast listening universe when I say we look forward to another 200 and even more fantastic, fun, fact-filled, unforgettable, and not to mention educational episodes. Thank you guys for your hard work and dedication. You're the best. And again, congratulations, lads. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. 
we're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. Only three lads. Brett Vargo, Brit Popmaster, and the Chicks Diggum. What? That's not him? <clears throat> Brett Vargo, Brit Popmaster, and his wife says, ugh, he's okay. Only three lads. Well, if there was one band who was going to put out music this year, who would you want to see a new album from, Bueno? Oh, The Cure, man. Fantasyland. Yeah. How many years have they been teasing new music? Almost as long as when we started this podcast. The last album was, what, 2008, I think, was 413 Dream. Yep. And it's it's been probably, yeah, six, seven years that Robert Smith keeps saying, yeah, we have two albums coming out this year. And then, you know, I think now it's, we have 782 albums in the can <laughs> right now. They're ready to be released. It's going to be the darkest one yet. Yeah. Where like, is oh, it? Okay. We can't see it. It's still it's, too yeah, dark. So it's, it's so dark we can't see it. Uh-huh. It's It's kind of like one of those things where... You know, you hope it's not too late, you know, with like yeah. David Bowie when he put out, you know, we just had his anniversary of his death and then, you know, Black Star. Yeah. And that was, you know, everyone's getting like older and it's kind of like weird when you think about it, like Robert Smith, how old is that dude? And 60, 60 something, something, 64, yeah. 64. Yeah. Like remember your grandpa, he was 64. Turn the Beatle age. Yeah, Robert Smith doesn't look like a grandpa, but he's 64. Isn't that crazy? I'm 64. My grandpa often wore mascara, so. Yeah. Actually, I kid, I didn't know my grandpas. They both passed away before I was born. Wah, wah. Oh. I know. <laughs> so, Bueno, I mean, that's why I yep. think of you as kind of my surrogate grandpa. Cool. I appreciate that, man. <laughs> Well, you I'm kidding. You fit right on his knee. That's what's so crazy. Yeah, yeah. When we first started, well, yes. I was like, damn, look yeah. at these guys bounce each other on their knees. Yeah. This is nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I, I fit right into the concave in your chest. Yeah. So when <laughs> you know I'm kidding. You're not even old enough to be my dad. Well, maybe, but you would have had to have started very early. Very yeah. early. Yeah. Well, sixty four. I'm gonna be fifty this year. Yeah. So fifteen yeah. though. When, yeah. when did you lose your virginity? Yeah. Go. Oh, I don't want to even go there. Oh, okay. I'll be in so much trouble. No, <laughs> I was uh, I was 15, but weeks within my 16th birthday. So I'll share yeah, since too, I give or take. Yeah, Brett was 28. I was 35. <laughs> <laughs> my kids, of course, were uh, immaculate conceptions. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's why they're they're perfect little angels. You know, you did raise good kids. I have to give you that. They're really. decent. Yeah, yeah no, all right. Good people, smart. Your son's going to graduate college yep. early. Yep, started his last oh, semester that's today. Crazy. Yep, here comes the bills. Cha-ching, cha-ching. So, Greg, here's a, here's a weird story for you guys. So, you guys remember when Weird Science came out, right? 1985? Okay. 1985, yep. And at the beginning of the movie, of course, they played the Oingo Boingo song to start the movie, right? Yes. Right. Don't get me started. Yeah. I know. That's why I'm trying to get you started <laughs> yeah. on this one. But you're going to love this one. So 
I went to the movie theater that Friday night when the, f- the movie first came out. It was in Tarzana, California. And when the movie started and the Boingo song started, what do you think Boingo did? You stood up and started to pogo. pogo. Oh, you guys are too incredible. <laughs> we remember your stories. So I pogoed all the way down, jumped out of my seat, pogoed all the way down the left side of the theater in front of the screen and back up the right side and back to my seat as a standing ovation filled with applause and laughter in the theater. It was so much fun. I'm just wondering if anybody else was in that theater that night that I know. Who knows? You never know. Yeah. I still use the line, hey, um, what what, what is it? You need a, a, a fecal, a urine, and a blood sample. Can I just leave my underwear? Yeah. I've said that to doctors before, just for fun. Did any of them ever pick up on where it was from? No, I just think they threw me out. They just called 911 (laughs) and I never was able to go back. So you're going to have to find a new doctor, (laughs) sir. I'm sorry. um, I'm only going to work with people who are mentally not ill. So perfect. (laughs) But we do have a referral for a a great shrink. Exactly. But yep, that was a good movie. Well, and the reason why when I thought Bueno, where he was going, was I love Oingo Boingo. And I love all the, but that song, Weird Science, just pissed me off. I've hated it since 1985 because it wasn't like, you know, like when bands, when they first come out, it's like raw and it's not overproduced and it doesn't sound, it doesn't feel shiny. Like I said, I want to go to shows and I want my, my, the bottom of my shoes. I have to, you know, it's like Velcro because of piss on the floor. I don't know why I like stuff like that, but I do. I like smut. And so like old Oingo Boingo, Only a Lad, Little Girls, all these songs that are great, you know, Skin, All the good songs. I just love them. But Weird Science was like a song they did for a movie. And it was just too... It took them like an hour to write or something like that. It was too polished. It was too... It wasn't Oingo Boingo. And then whenever a radio station, hey, it's time to play a hit from the 80s. Let's play Oingo Boingo and Weird Science. And I just... (laughs) Makes me want to just spit. That's the only thing I can say. Despite the name of the podcast... I'm not an Oingo Boingo guy. I like Only a Lad. I like the song. I mean, so that's obviously gravitated towards that. Their first album's okay to me. The rest of it, I just, I don't know. It leaves me cold. It, it creeps me out, actually, a little bit. Well, you know, yeah, you that's be a Boingo me. fan. Yeah, well, for not me, it was, it, it, it was, I think I said this, Merv Griffin or somebody, Mike uh, Douglas, you know, when we were little kids, Mike they, Douglas, they yeah. had those, yeah. those talk shows on in the afternoon that your mom would watch. And I just yeah. remember, I think it was Merv Griffith, though, but they kind of had like, you know, New Wave and... I know B-52s were on there and that's probably, I was a little kid, but I remember seeing that to this day and just knowing I like that stuff. And I'm, and they talked to Oingo Boingo, they did the interview and that sort of thing. But that's where I just started falling in love with this music. And soon after MTV came on and it opened a whole new door, getting out of the Dust Bowl here in Phoenix and listening to music that I never thought to this day I'm still into. So that's awesome. Well, you know, And they Boingo, were on the Gong Show. I was going to say that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sorry. I didn't I actually steal that one. Drop that on my webpage there. Yeah. When I got fired from a radio station, I got fired from the edge and they were, and, and I did one last show. So I knew that like my, my end time and they weren't, they stopped playing all the 80s stuff. And so I stole the best of Oingo Boingo album out of the studio. Oh. I think I still have it. <laughs> so Good there you go. You. Suck it. 
Suck it, boss. You have a long history of, of stealing music. I just, I just <laughs> borrowed it. If they want it back, I'll give it back. But it was on Go Boingo. Yeah, no, I figured they owed Sorry, me that at you least. You definitely can, borrowed it. <laughs> they can kiss my butt. But, you know, because there was like all the best of. And uh, they were never going to touch it again. So they owed me. And I had to steal these plaques because I had one like best radio program and best commentary. I forgot what else. There was a few things that I want. I think it was two radio program, best radio program here in town, like the LA weakness. Sexiest host. No, I wouldn't go there. Um, but you know, a close second, but I, did you hear how his was, voice got all, yeah, all changed on us? But <laughs> you know how like you have like LA Weekly and all those like uh, periodicals. It was here in Phoenix. It was the Phoenix New Times, and so then they asked if they can borrow those to put those in the lobby. And then when I was fired, they told me I couldn't take them. So of course I broke in. I took them. I have them right now at my house right now. But <laughs> stick it to the man, Greg. Come on, well, yeah. You just gotta yeah. see West Side. I grew up on West Side of Phoenix, so I know how to break into things. And again, you don't ask for permission, you ask for forgiveness. So I just remember going in there. No, I don't think a lot of people knew I was fired yet, but I did go up on the wall and I moved some things around to kind of fill in the hole, but I still took my stuff back. But, you know, it was mine. I, I shouldn't have even had to ask for it, but yeah. You are such a uh, bad boy. I, I don't think I have ever been as turned on as I am in this very moment. No. I think that you have. <laughs> no, remember Immaculate Conception? Yeah, no. If this does it for you, kid, you got to go in a different direction. Nah, I may have to see your shrink. Yeah, I've never been to one, so that's the problem. Well, there you go. Shrink? Maybe we can get a, a group on. A three for one type of a deal. Three for for one. Deal? Yeah. A three for one. A group on? Hey, this is Lance Carmine, master of the nine-word song title and honorary fourth lad. Congratulations on 200 episodes. That's epic. Here's to 200 more. Cheers. This is Brian Colburn from the My Weekly Mixtape Podcast, reaching out to my friends at the Only Three Lads Podcast to offer my sincere congratulations on 200 episodes. That is indeed a major, major milestone for any podcast, and it just goes to show the longevity and dedication you put into the show, and that's something I am sure listeners are extremely thankful for. You should be very proud of this accomplishment. I am working really hard to get to 200, but I've still got a long ways to go, so maybe if you guys start spacing out the episodes a little bit more, I'll be able to catch up to you's. Kidding aside, congrats on the great work. Keep the amazing content coming. And here's to many, many more. Cheers. Hey, Holly. Hey, Dave. We look a little different today. Why is that? It seems a little odd. Even though we are from the What Difference Does It Make podcast, we are not on the What Difference Does It Make podcast. We are sending a greeting, a congratulatory message to our friends at The Only Three Lads podcast. Can you name the three lads? Uncle Greg. Yes. Brett. And who is the third? It's always a mystery. No one knows. They have a great podcast. We are big fans. We mostly do 80s music. The three lads cover 1974 to 1999. That's too much, right? We focus on, what do we focus on, Holly? We focus on the 80s, but it isn't too much for them. It's perfect for them. Yes. They always do the top five or something. So I'm going to give you the top five of only three lads for the what difference does it make fan. Should we go five, four, three, two, one? Isn't that how we count down? Yes. 
Because, you know, the smaller the number, the bigger the hit is what someone <laughs> used to say. Number five, they did a Cruel World Fest last year episode. We were there too. Number four, we're looking at 1987 this year. The songs that K-Rock played in 1987, that's a, uh, was K-Rock? The world famous K-Rock is the LA radio station that we all listened to in the 80s for our new wave fix. We go down their countdown. They had a uh, top list of every year. And this year we're looking at 1987. So the number four favorite episode for us is their songs of 1987 with David Gedge of The Wedding Present. Number three is the albums of 1985. Clearly songs from the big chair by... Tears for Fears. Yes. Good one. Uh, Number two favorite episode is Duran Duran favorite songs. Top five favorite songs. What's your favorite Duran Duran song? Give me one now. The Chauffeur. Very good. And then the number one episode, top five Vince Clark songs. Did you know that Vince Clark was in Erasure? Did I know that? Yes, I knew that. Did the people on Jeopardy know that? They didn't. (laughs) No, the three Jeopardy contestants last night did not know. We would because we are the What Differences of Make podcast. We talk about mostly 80s music. Congratulations to the only three lads. Congratulations on the only three lads celebrating their 200th episode. Until next time, this is Dave. This is Holly. Check you later. Over and out. Only three lads. Uncle Greg. Like a child, he's an ADHD mess. You know he's a window licker, right? Ooh, something sparkly. Only three lads. All right, so Bueno, what has been your fondest memory of being a part of this show? Uh, I actually think the... uh... Robert Palmer incident. Can you recap that one? I think just the reaction from both you guys when I when I mentioned it. Uh, mostly Greg, I think he fell out of his chair. But you didn't kiss and tell necessarily. I think you were very tasteful in saying you dated, right? I mean, we knew yeah. what that meant, but wink, yeah. wink. Hey, boink. <laughs> whoa, 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 like that. Right? So the basic story, you dated one of the Robert Palmer addicted to love simply irresistible one of those models yep that's impressive yeah that was probably one of them and then just i think one of the other things i think cracked me up was one of the uh treatments of the episode where you got me in a shopping cart flying with et that was pretty good Yeah, we started doing that about, uh, let's see, I want to say like 12 or 13 episodes in, we started doing the the graphics for each individual episode. And the amount of mileage that we have gotten out of the Greg mullet picture, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it still warms the cockles of my heart. Or the Bueno Greg Brady perm. That's a good <laughs> picture. That is a good one. And what's his real name? Barry something. Barry. Yeah, Barry Williams. 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 Barry yeah. Williams. Yeah. yeah. The later days when he could grow a mustache. Well, yeah, those things were, were hilarious, man. Yeah. You know? And then just the, the amount of guests that you guys have had on is is really impressive. I mean, uh, I'm just blown away every time I check out you guys every Tuesday morning and stuff. And Aww. I'm like going, oh, my God. Wow. Well, shucks. Never, I mean, never stop. Who do you want to bring on? John Taylor. Give us a call. Well, Paul McCartney. That's who Brett wants to bring on. Who realistically? I mean, dreams? Yeah, Paul McCartney. Anybody. Elvis Costello, Paul Weller, Robert Forster, Damon Albarn. I mean, I could could come up with a whole dream list. Are they people who would give us the time of day? 
Probably not, but you never know. I really think they should give give us a shot or give you a shot, guys, a shot, because you guys know more about their music than they know about their music. That might creep them out, too. What about you, Greg? John Taylor. I'm just amazed at the people who we have met and see what I've learned from them because I'm always worried, like, one day I want to write a song. So whenever you talk to these songwriters and see where they're coming from or what they've done, I'm always, that's what I like. Um, But of course, like, if we got John Taylor, I would would stab myself in the leg just to remember, you know what I mean? Somehow I'd have to do some sort of self, you know, like the whole Hurt song from Nine Inch Nails, just so I could always remember. Yeah, I probably would do that because um, not that I'm so in love with John Taylor, but just to get somebody like that, you know, somebody that big who would come on to the show. We were just talking about. It's possible that that actually might be a draw to him, though. Hey, you want some fun? Well, yeah, you know, but I'm just saying it's like. Greg's going to cut off a testicle. No, I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> I mean, the tip of my Live pinky may be, maybe, but no, nothing with my no testicles. Fun. Yeah. Maybe I'll nail my nutsack to like a board. How's that? A two by okay. four? Don't they you do know that? I would say that that is an acceptable compromise. <laughs> okay. See, there you go. Um, but I just I got like, one that's acceptable. How about five double doubles in 10 minutes? For what? From In-N-Out Burger? Yeah. Oh, God, I couldn't do that. I would vomit. I mean, not that the food is bad, but it's just, I couldn't no. eat that. I mean, uh-huh. I just couldn't. I'm blah, 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 blah. We always used to talk, Bueno, about when you were in Missouri and you missed your in and out Now that you are in Arizona where there is in and outs have you had your share of in and outs Oh, yeah. I remember the first time I walked in the first one here and I'm like, yeah, I haven't been in one of you guys in like 22 years. And the guy like looks at me like, what? And did you get your gorilla style double-double? Oh, yeah. I bet. Did you do the gorilla? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's Randy Savage. We missed the gorilla slash Randy Savage slash Kool-Aid guy. Well, we break out oh, the Kool-Aid yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah. Kool-Aid. I, I wish I could say that we've abandoned the Kool-Aid guy yeah. fully, but we haven't. I mean, let's be no. honest. He's still <laughs> around. bits die hard. Thank you to everyone who recorded such wonderful and thoughtful messages for us. It is all of you that make up the heartbeat of this show and the reason why we are here at episode 200. We also received some amazing written messages and sincere apologies if we overlooked anyone out there. You're all very much appreciated. So here's some written messages. Joshua Cole, JDC, wrote, Congratulations on your 200th episode. I love your podcast and guests. I've learned so much about music from you two and your guests. It will take me three lifetimes to dive into all of this music. Thank you so much for answering all my music questions. Allison Landa said, This is Allison Landa, author of Bearded Lady and grateful guest of O3L. Saying congrats to you, good gentlemen, on a wonderful 200 episodes. May the future hold many more. Brian Jenkins wrote, Congrats, gents. I was actually a Greg Paul follower on the radio. Wondering why he was there no more led me to the podcast. I look forward now to my Tuesday morning commute to Scottsdale where I can hear the latest episode. Has been great to catch up with a ton of music from the O3L time frame that I didn't even know existed. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Brian. Wayne Seavers said, Happy Bicentennial Lads, 200 episodes of pure, unadulterated love for the music of the period. Thank you for taking me and the community on this journey. May there be many, many more to come. Big love from the land down under. TJ Leonard wrote, Congratulations on your 200th episode. Three great guys and the greatest of musical eras is a wonderful combination. Francois Palais said, 
Congratulations on your 200th episode. It was an absolute blast being on your podcast to talk about punk rock and the Stooges to many more conversations and wild times. And Rich Longley, great songwriter out of London, wrote, Good morning, O3L. I hope all is well. Firstly, many congratulations on your 200th episode. I'd just like to say that I would have loved to have recorded a message. Things are all over the place at the moment, and I didn't get around to it. Despite my best intentions, have a great show and keep well, Rich. Thank you, everybody. You have really made this episode truly special for us. Oh, and cue the annoying celebratory music one more time. Well, I got to say, Bueno, I honestly did not know if, when we would ever have this reunion. I think 200th episode is an amazing opportunity to do that. And this has been really cool. Yes, it has. Heck yeah. I don't know, Greg. What do you think would be appropriate? Let Bueno do the sign-off? Absolutely. We got to hear the sign-off. Well, I appreciate you guys bringing me on. And uh, 200th episode, incredible. And you guys know we always have to be Bueno. The theme music is Frequency, written and performed by yours truly, Brett Vargo. Any other music in this episode is presented solely for purposes of review, examination, and news reporting. If you like what you hear, go to your record store and pick up the LP, CD, cassette, or 8-track, or stream it if you're one of those newfangled fancy pants. If we're lucky enough to still have these artists with us, go out and see some live music. For the latest updates, join the O3L community at facebook.com slash only3lads. We want to hear from you. And while you're at it, click on the Shop Now link for the coolest threads. Until next time, thanks for listening. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.